Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome back to Venice Talks, episode number 50. Hi everybody and welcome back to Venice Talks. This is a special, special episode. It is episode number 50. And of course, I got an extra special guest because I got my dear friend Gillian Maguire from Gillian's List. Hi Gillian, how are you? Hi Monica, I'm good, thanks. So, you're from Rome, but you're not anymore because you finally (laughs) moved to Venice. Indeed. How happy are you? I'm pretty happy. And, you know, it's been a long, slow process, but we got the news today that we've set a date to finally buy our house. So I can really live in Venice. Oh, okay. You were one of those people actually going to buy a house. Good on you. When we bought a house in March, it's taken this long to... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's long enough. (laughs) to, to, To actually finish it. Okay, good. So let's start from the beginning. When did your love for Vanny start? Hmm. I came here when I was 15. Oh, only the other day then. <laughs> when my with my father, he was teaching in the north of Italy for a summer in Bresanone, and we came down I don't know, for a day or two. So that was the first time. And then I didn't come again for many, 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 many years. And then when we moved to Rome, we came up for a biennale. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, 2015, maybe mm-hmm. 2013. And then, you know, as soon as you come out of the train station, you know, and you see the Grand Canal and you see San Simeon, is that the church you see? Mm-hmm. See San Simeon Piccolo, yeah. yeah. It's all over. You just, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I know we've known each other for a long time now. I lost the count of many years now. But I know that every time you used to come to Venice, you were like choking. <laughs> so it was like this little, mm, I'm going to go back now. So... How, when did you decide uh, to move uh, to Venice then? I have to say there wasn't a lot of decision making. We were, Mark retired last September, kind of lost track of time. And we were moving to California. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we decided, we found out we could stay. We found out we could convert our visa. Oh, okay. And so we thought, well, that seems like a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started that process and then the next thing I know, we, we had bought a house in Venice. There wasn't a lot of thinking involved or decision-making. It all just kind of happened. Okay. So you've been living in Rome for many years. You have your beautiful website. It was one of the first blogs dedicated to Italy. Uh, you're so successful both for, uh, on social, above all on Instagram, uh, you know, you got thousands and thousands of followers. How hard was it to move from Rome to Venice? 
It's different. It's definitely different up here. I wouldn't say it was hard, I, but I had, there's a few things I've been surprised at the differences. Like what? So we always came Feel to Venice in the winter. Feel always, the always, Feel always. We never spent any time here in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just thought, oh, it's very quiet in the winter because it's winter. No, wait, stop there. Used to be. This year, <laughs> ask any Venetian. We are all in shock. Never seen so many people in winter like this year. Okay. Um, not, not down here in Castello. <laughs> Over Bamba, but Castello is always quiet anyway. <laughs> Talking about generally Venice, I've never seen it so busy in winter, ever. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, yeah, it's an anomaly, I think. Anyway, sorry, carry on. And no, no, that's okay. That's really interesting because, like, I don't, none of my Venetian friends are here. They've all, they're all on vacation. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, and it is very, but, but so about the quiet, I'm, I'm really shocked. Sh- at how quiet Venice is. Aren't you enjoying it? Oh, yes and no. I oh, okay. You know, I'm a city. I'm a city mouse. I, you know, I like living. I know, in a I, city. know, I, know I know, I know. Yeah, but I also know that you don't like too much, too many people. I don't like crowds. No, yeah, I don't like crowds. Like I like, you know, I like life, and so you know, the reality of very few residents means. This is a quiet place. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. You know, 10 o'clock, the shutters are down. Restaurants okay, are no, that's Venice for you anytime. That's <laughs> Venice anytime. But listen, you live in Ozin Castello, that is, uh, you know, the stereotype everybody knows is very quiet. But within 10 minutes walk, uh, come on, you, you can be right where. where well, it's 10 happening. minutes walk, I'm in San Marco. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's not so bad. Come on. No, but it's, you know, I, listen, Rome is chaos, oh, right? It's Rome. So I went from across the street from the Colosseum to this, you know, very peaceful, quiet, yeah. Yeah. tranquil place. Okay. Okay. I, I get it. I mean, I think what I miss the most uh, in Venice is uh, a bit of nightlife, as in like uh, maybe, you know, the bars are there, but as you say, 10 o'clock, 11, everything. Yeah. Is. No, I, I um, wish things stayed open. And not that I'm not going to a bar at midnight, but I like hearing people okay. out. So I, I, I think it's I think it's a bigger indicator of that, you know, not very many people live here. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got to say it's winter as well. OK, wait for summer to come. Things change a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You know, you have... we, were, we were here most of the summer, too. Yeah. Not in the house, but we were around the corner. OK. But uh, apart from that, any other differences from Rome? Oh, I put you in a spot there, right? <laughs> no, no, it's 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 you know it's something I, I think we talk about all the time. The food is very different. Okay, yeah, totally agree. Um, I'm you know I I like I like Roman food. The coffee's different. Uh, people are different, obviously. You know. Oh yeah, totally yes. Absolutely. It's a very different culture. Yeah. Did you expect that? Well, I'd spent a lot of time here, so mm-hmm. it's not. It, it wasn't a shock. Hmm. Um, and of course, the language is different. Oh yeah, because we speak Venetian. We because speak you speak Italian. Venetian, and I don't have a Venetian accent. You know, I've got this kind of big, broad Roman. But babe, okay, but at least you can speak Italian. That's not so bad. I can speak. You know, I I I can speak if I can survive. 
So, and <clears throat> what about uh, getting on with the people? I mean, and I'm not talking just about the Venetians because Venetians can be hard. As a Venetian, I can tell you, they can be very hard. Slightly <laughs> more closed than than Southern, Southern Italians, for sure. But uh, we do have one thing. Once they get to know you, then you will be their friends forever. That is one thing that I can say, honestly, of, of Venetians, generally, generally speaking. I don't know. It's a trait that I find. So how do you find going around the Bakary and Osteria then? Have you been going around? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, of course, you know, when you live here, you, I'm spending more time going to markets and cooking. Mm -hmm. um, going a lot to, to Rialto, are you? No, Rialto is kind of far for me. Um, I have a little, I have two little vegetable stands. I've got a little vegetable boat at the end of the street and then a, a vegetable stand across, right across the street. Uh-huh. The Via Garibaldi. Um, oh, okay, yes. And then I've got, there's three butchers in the neighborhood. That's something that's been a surprise. I, the bread, I do not enjoy the bread in Venice. Really? Mm -hmm. I haven't found a good like a good, you know. There used to be one in Via Garibaldi, but they closed the years ago. Oh, there's no good. Well, there's, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, there's one okay baker. Yeah. But like a good kind of rich sourdough loaf is difficult to find. Mm, okay, got you. Well, we do make bread in a different way here, I suppose. I, for example, I'm not a lover of Roman bread. I find it too hard. We got a lot of pastries. And it's, you're right in the middle of fritelle time as well now. So I, I know. I think I'm, I've, I've been having a fritelle every day. Just... Oh, my God. Seriously? Oh, you know, I haven't had one yet. I've uh, I had oh, a it's a little early, early, but well, no, because in Venice we start on the seventh of Feb of uh, January. Of oh, January. So I've been trying to walk, you know, to the farthest distance. Mm -hmm. So are you happy the Biennale is gonna be starting soon? I'm so excited. I say that now. I'm I'm very excited. I'm you know, talk to me in May and I'll be complaining about the crowds. <laughs> Yeah, but you're gonna have all the Frebiennale openings, so, so that's fun to do. It's gonna be very fun, and it's you know literally my out my front door. I know, you know I can imagine. see the Arsenale from my window, so and I'm listen, very excited. And, and now that you live in Venice and you're gonna get your paperwork done, you probably might even be able to get the discount for a Venetian uh, resident. Here is the goal that we can get our residency done by Biennale. That's that's the goal. I know. I got thoughts about that. Okay. So how's Mark enjoying living in Venice? He's enjoying it very much. I can um, just figure him sitting at the bars, drinking. <laughs> no, there's no sitting. He goes for long walks. And of course, you know, I'm like today I sent him to go do laundry. Oh. Let me know where I, I try, I sent him to Mestre to go find oh. something. Oh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> over, on the, over on the mainland. On the mainland. I, you know, <laughs> because it takes a very long time to get there. <laughs> well, it's really funny because somebody the other day wrote a, 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 a brief post on Twitter where she said, I had to hike all the way. It's such a long track going from St. Mark's to the ghetto. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm, thinking, and I'm, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, it's 20 minutes walk, 25 if you really, really, really want to stretch it. Have a, a long hike? <laughs> These people don't don't walk anymore anyway. I mean, you can walk from you know 
St. Helena to Santa Marta in an hour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Venice is about three square kilometers altogether. So it's, you know, nothing really. So, <clears throat> Gillian, what do you think about the new entry tax? I'm not a fan. I think it's, <laughs> it's where is that money going? I know. One, two. I think it's just to make money. That's the point. I don't, you know, as as a Venice resident, no, how is this improving no, my no, life? Now, as a Venice resident, you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you know, I wish I, I had this conversation with somebody just the other day. You know, hmm. I would I would prefer to see something. You know, the my son had to leave that their flight was their flight was at 620 in the morning. So they had to leave Venice at three in the morning. Yeah. Um, there are no Ale Laguna at three. Exactly. There is no transport. Exactly. There is absolutely, you can, you, there is a night Vaporetto, you can get to Piazza Ale de Roma, but then what? You know, it's there's no buses yet. No, no, it's complicated. No, no, I totally agree. I discovered, you know, we had to, we had to hire a very expensive taxi. I totally agree with you. I had this. And, you know, so, okay, you want, you want like the right kind of tourism? Well, then make yourself a city that, attracts the right kind of tourism exactly exactly uh i mean we had this conversation on the episode before this that we discussed and and lately yesterday no this morning when i went to book because of course being living outside of venice i had to book my entry to venice too um i found out that the big coaches that come from trieste from milan wherever with hordes of people will not be charged the entry fee, even though they come for the day, because they already pay some kind of tax or whatever. So the, I thought that the idea of having this entry tax was to stop this kind of behavior, you know. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Yeah, well, it turns out that it's not. So between all of the exception of people they're going to pay, between all of these things, I think it's just another extra tax for tourists that, to be honest with you, doesn't have any reason to be. And I'm very sad because as you are, are, are strongly believe we can change the number of people in other ways that definitely not, not charging on, on this. Another thing that I'm fairly, fairly sure you're happy to be here about is Venice Carnival. Have you ever been for the carnival? I have. Last year, I went to a ball at the Via Labia. Ooh. Yes, okay. it was incredible. I can imagine you you done something I never done. Oh, tell, me about, <laughs> tell me about that, and then I'll, let's talk about what's was to come. So, how was it? Um, it's like it was like a dream, mm. you know. To for, you know, first you go and you get fitted for this costume with meters and meters and meters of lace and silk, and you know, I had a hat and I had a mask, and and then you know, you walk around that and. and Listen, the ball in that palace, which is never open with, you know, the Tiepolo mm-hmm. frescoes, like it was incredible. But walking around Venice in that outfit, like that was truly the magical part. I can imagine. I can imagine. I mean, and then coming home, I, you know, I came home that night at, I don't know, two or three in the morning, completely by myself. I was staying down here in Castello. And, you know, I just I like I walked by myself. From Arsenale, you know, to the Calabrese, and it was like it was just amazing. It was oh, really very wow. a very special experience, and I didn't I didn't really expect it to be quite so special. Hmm. You there? Yep, I'm here. Oh, 
Okay, sorry, I lost you for a moment. Okay, so are you looking forward to this year carnival? Have you got anything planned? I am. I was just or trying to organize with a friend. There's some water festival in the Arsenale. Oh, like a bit, yeah, the one base uh, the show that they do every year, yes. But they I think the booking is from the 17th, so it's from yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I know I'm trying to book in myself because my friends went last year. Everybody that I spoke to that went last year, they said it was really, really good. It was amazing. Yeah, that's what everyone said. Fireworks, music, uh, dance, uh, stuff on the water. And yeah, they told me it was pretty good. Um, so that's one good thing. But uh, the, the thing that we are all upset about it is that, uh, I mean, I don't know, have you noticed it last year, apart from the Grand Bowl? Around Venice, there wasn't much really happening. No. The mass square was pretty sad. Last well, time. And then the, 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 the flotilla. Oh. The parade. That was so, I mean, um, I know that every year I used to go and watch it uh, on Canareggio, okay, until maybe uh, just before COVID or something like that. But last year I was walking around with Romana and uh, it was about time to go and see the parade. And we looked at each other. We got, we actually got to the spot that was a good spot. But then we looked at the time. It was cold. We looked at each other and we thought, ah, stuff it. Let's go away. And I'm so happy we did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now we found out that there was nothing so how Gillian how did you get into uh, writing about Italy about traveling and everything as, and becoming so big as you have because you're really really big oh thank you um it started with I was always the person that people came to for advice mm-hmm. um and it's really started when I was studying abroad at university in England, in London. And somebody asked me, you know, oh, I'm going to Oxford this weekend. What should I do? And so on the back of an envelope, you know, I wrote down 10 things they should do. So then I just became the person that people asked about things like that. And then when we moved to Rome, you can imagine, Uh you know, it became more and more and more. And I, the blog came about because I got tired of answering the email. You know, my friend's cousin's colleague is coming and he wants to know where to eat. Um, and so that's, that's where I started. And from that he went to... And then it just, you know, then partially it was good timing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, it was a way people, other people were starting to do this. There were platforms that I could you know, kind of hop on to. Uh-huh. And then it became something that people were willing to pay for. Uh-huh. That to, to, to There's so much information out there now that so if you've got someone who lives in the place uh-huh. and, you, you know, you have this kind of social parasocial relationship with, so therefore you trust them. Uh-huh. <clears throat> there's, you know, now people value my advice mm-hmm. how hard was it though, to move into italy because i mean i know everybody's got this dream of coming over and, and living in italy but uh, already you say there's a big difference between living in rome and, and venice but how hard was it for an american coming to to move here 
Well, so I was coming from Zimbabwe in 2006. Mm-hmm. So, you're- so for me, it was amazing. I was coming from, you know, kind of a, a terrible place that was quite dangerous to Rome, <laughs> this beautiful mm-hmm. capital city that had almost no crime. Mm-hmm. So that that's the window with which I came to Rome. I did not come to Rome the way many people do because I loved Italy, because mm-hmm. I fell in love with Italian, because I had an Italian grandparent. I came shame on you, because... shame on you, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> I came to Italy because my husband had a job here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a very different story than most people who come. Mm-hmm. And he was a diplomat. <clears throat> so does you know, it mean that maybe, maybe, Julia, you didn't have so many expectations? Maybe. No, I was just, I was so thrilled to not live in Africa. Ah, okay, right. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, so I, my story is very different than most people's. Um, this is the first year that I'm, I'm no longer, I was an expatriate for 17 years. I am now an immigrant. Oh. You know, I have to go to the Questura now like everybody else. Oh, wow, didn't think of that, of course. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that well, would I had fun. a, you know, I had a I had a, a very privileged experience for a long time. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to talk to you in about a year time to see how things are going about. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the permit and everything. Because I know by talking to Cecilia, uh, every, you know, every so often, um, we did a show with her as well, but, you know, it's not exactly easy, uh, above all in the Venetian ones, to get uh, your uh, permit to renew and stuff like that. So that would be interesting. So, well, you know, an example, we... Did a did a compromesso for a house on March 7th. It is January 16th. Yeah. I don't own this house yet. Mm-hmm. But, but then that happens. Um, happens you know, so if, and I think maybe if you hadn't, if I hadn't lived here for 17 years, I might be a little more frustrated than I am. Okay. Okay. And and maybe less able to, you know, like with every kind of you know, with, we had some immigration problems. I asked somebody who asked somebody and I had a lawyer, you mm. know, with this house, when the real estate agent was being difficult, I asked someone who asked someone and I got a lawyer, you know, like I, it, yeah. it's easy. It's, I think I have more resources yeah. than somebody who's been here for a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And also understanding Italian as well, that helps a lot. Now it's only because I know that it's been, you know, it's <clears throat> all over now, so many blogs and so many articles about move to move to Italy, move to Italy, move to Italy. And then <clears throat> you have people moving over and getting so disappointed because they think uh, it's so much easier here. Well, it's not. The bureaucracy is uh, absolutely out. Obviously. No, Italy is the best place in the world to be on vacation. Well done. Thank you. I'm so happy you say that. <laughs> so when I say I sound always so rude. Obviously, I've made the choice. We are here forever. But it is not, I don't have rose-colored glasses about the difficulties. Yeah, well, I don't think you ever had. I mean, you always uh, knew the, the, the good and the bad. But I mean, the good thing, though, is your son grew here and you're very happy that he did, didn't you? So, and, you know, with every year happier, Hmm. And, you know, they, he and his girlfriend, they come back and they stay, you know, for long that, you know, they, they stay for, in fact, this year we had to count days because he had almost reached Ooh. his 90 days. Oh, wow. Okay. When they, they left yesterday, day before yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but and it is, by, it's not bilingual, is it? 
He's fluent. I wouldn't say he's bilingual just because he went to a school where Italians didn't mix with internationals. Ah, okay. Um, right. yeah, but, but he's his Italian's better than mine. Uh -huh. Wow, your Italian is good now. Come on, <laughs> after so all these years, come on. Um, right, so well, what do you want to talk about? Because, you know, I didn't even send any questions or nothing because I know Gillian is a pro anyway. She didn't need... <laughs> I don't know about that. No, come on. What would you like to talk about? Because uh, for me, I'm so excited that you are living in Venice now because, you know, every time it was I had to go all the way to Rome or you were coming here and we will see like a very, very quickly for a drink and, and be done. So I can't believe you're here. I haven't seen you. No, I do think I saw you more when I lived in Rome. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think actually we did see each other more when we lived in Rome. <laughs> Well, okay. Which is, which is I, what I, happens. I, well, I, you I, also, you don't come to Castello very often. No, you find me all over Canareggio practically every day during high season. Now, Castello very rarely. Uh, I, I love it. Um, when I come to Castello, it's got to be with a purpose. <laughs> so right. it's far. You know. Well, yeah, it's far because, of course, it's far from where I park and everything. But it's also... Um, it's not where things usually happen anyway, unless I go to the Arsenal, in which case, okay, we all know that what happens, you know, the various events. But I still love, I mean, I love Castello. I think it's probably um, one of my favorite, favorite areas to visit. I always tell people, if you want to just relax during a day, just head over to Castello. You won't see <laughs> Maybe stop telling them that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> Now, come on, I'm telling only the right people, okay? So the people that come to Venice and should stay here at least five or six days. So talking about Castello, what have you discovered going around? Is there any nice uh, place that you didn't know before you moved or that you particularly enjoy now that, uh, that you live there? The about big surprise Venice. is actually not here in Venice, but is Lido. Oh, okay. I'm really enjoy. I mean, that I can hop on a boat and in What's 10 minutes yeah. be at the beach. Mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying. And it's, I, it feels like a vacation when I go to Lido. It's so different. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's so much more space. There's have, you walked it, have you walked it from the beginning to the end? We haven't done that yet. I have taken the bus from end to end. Ah, okay. You did. Did you go to the airport? No, Neither. we haven't. We keep talking about going. There's that because there's supposed to be a cute bar at the airport, right? It's a beautiful restaurant there. Uh, but the airport is, uh, the restaurant is beautiful anyway. And the, the, the airport is really particular because it's, you know, it's so liberty, you know, it's, uh, right. I mean, and the restaurant has been, has been kept with a theme, with the original. And it's really, really, really beautiful. And it's actually a lovely walk that you can do from the water bus. You can easily walk to the to the airport. Yeah, we spent a lot of time at like San Nicola, like okay. where we were interviewing Stabilimenti, yeah. <laughs> trying to pick which Stabilimenti we wanted to go to. Yeah, because you're gonna have to buy your yearly location, haven't you? Your I think I think we might this summer. Yeah. At least for July. We'll spend most of June in Ponza like we normally do. Uh-huh. And then we'll be back here for July and August. And you're going to be here for the film festival. Yes. I was here for the film festival this year. I didn't really do much. Um, the kids went. They went at like, I don't know, I think they saw 20 films. Okay. 
They Gillian, did the whole thing. Gillian, it was a little overwhelming Gillian, for me. Gillian, I went to one party. Gillian, that, we need that to some get fancy our, we need Hollywood friends invited listen, me to. Lisa, 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 we need to get our evening dresses out. <laughs> yes. Get us invited to a proper party. Uh, well, I got invited to a proper party. It was very fun. Though oh. it was funny because <laughs> I kept thinking I knew people. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so-and-so from school. And then I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> they're all movie stars. Oops. <laughs> I swan. And then, you know, this was a quite interesting film festival because so few Hollywood stars were here yes. because of the strike. Yeah. So it was all that. So that's, it was all Italian, mm-hmm. you know, all Italian movie stars. So loads of people you you would have seen in Roma anyway, no? It, well, exactly. So it was very confusing, and and in fact, many of them were parents at my son's school. But but really, oh, I nice knew them from television and film. <laughs> now, okay, I cannot believe it. You just arrived. You already gone to a party. I'm from around here. I never <laughs> been to one. This is so not fair. <laughs> See, you, oh, no. you have to know the Romans. I and everyone at that party was Roman. Yeah, see, well, I know the Roman here. She's talking to me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what your what are your plans for the next few months? Are you because I noticed that uh, you haven't been doing the blog much lately, but uh, you you're obviously very very active on Instagram. But are you gonna do more blogging about Venice or not? So I don't really have the blog anymore. I moved everything over, and I have a newsletter now. Ah, okay. Um, which comes out once a week. Mm-hmm. And so there's one, the, the one on the first of the month is free. And then the other three uh, people subscribe okay. and those are paid. How, how, um, how can they subscribe to your uh, newsletter? So it's on Substack. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you, it's Jillian's list or no, Jillian knows best Okay, on Substack. That's, that's where I am now. Okay. And they can find you and they just, and they Substack. can find me there. So that's where I, that's where I spend my time. And it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a mix. I don't know whether I would say it's 50, 50. Um, but that's the aim anyway, is that it's, you know, it's, it's about Venice and Rome. Mm-hmm. Like those are, uh, those are the two places I'll, and places, you know, it will eventually just like in Rome, you know, places around Rome, there will eventually I'll be exploring the Veneto a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But trying to get people to explore the Veneto. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been doing that for years. But uh, uh, now with this tax, probably people will (laughs) because they (laughs) will not come to Venice anymore. But uh, do you go back to Rome quite often or not? I've been going back to Rome quite often, a little more than I really expected to. Um, But uh, again, for work, you know, people... Because that's the other thing people can do is, you know, so if you like my newsletter, I, I can... I can meet you in either Rome or Venice and and we can, you know, sit and have a drink or I can walk, we walk around for a few hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, people, people hire me to do that in both places. Mm. So what is your perfect day in Venice? Oh, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Obviously meeting me, but that was, uh, that was obvious. (laughs) Like, where would I start for, so I'm finding, I'm finding coffee in Venice a little challenging. Oh, have you been to Torre Fazzone Canareggio yet? I have when we, <clears throat> it's, that's not the style of, I don't love that new wave. 
kind okay. of bright have you been flavor to... as much their coffee's wonderful okay um have you been to girani you know it's right here i know <laughs> i know I, I i talk about it all the time and no i i have never been no way um, partially Seriously? because you know they close at noon mm, okay but he's the first uh you know the oldest of our roasters so you know you should go I do. I do need to go and buy some beans there. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what part of town would I want to start in. We'd start in Canareggio for mm -hmm. breakfast. Um, and then what museum would I go to? Fortuny, maybe. Oh, yes, absolutely. Or Palazzo Grimani. Oh, like those yes. are two museums that I love. I know. I, I, I was so lucky I managed to interview the director of Palazzo Grimani on a previous episode. And oh, my God, I love the place. I it's just... really special. It is. It is. And then for lunch, where would you go? Let's see if it's where I will go. Oh, right. You know, I love I love a big fancy lunch ah, uh, more okay. than I like a big fancy dinner. So, you know, of course, Kovo is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Place. <laughs> OK, that was a pretty, pretty, uh, you know, but that's like that's everyone's favorite place. And only that you need to book it like a year in advance now. So, well, you know, not not of your good friends with the banalis. No, darling, <laughs> even when you call good friends, because last time I called it, she was like, no, sorry, Monica, at least one week. I said, oh, well, right. in fact, when my bro my brother came for Thanksgiving and there like there was just no way. Yeah. So I even know. I couldn't get a table in November. I know. Um, I, know. I also love Nevodi here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right around the corner from me. Mm -hmm. I know that's another kind of difficult reservation, but they are moving to a bigger space, hopefully oh, okay. in March. Okay, good to know. Um, the other place I really love is Giorgione de Massa. Ah, okay, yes. Okay. In Canareggio. That's yes. kind of Japanese-y. Yes, yes, yes. He opened about just before COVID or during COVID. I cannot remember. Yes. And then it uh, right across from Alcovo, and this is a beautiful place to go in the, not in the winter. I mean, you can go in the winter. It's lovely and cozy inside, but they have a huge garden in the back. Um, Cortes Conta. Vecchio Portal. Portal oh, Vecchio Portale. I thought you, you meant Cortes Conta. Because fantastic. Cortes Conta. It's just fantastic. Oh, and they serve okay. natural wines oh. and beautiful food. Um so those are those are all you know kind of my top restaurants. Mm -hmm. Is there any islands that you haven't visited yet that I haven't visited? Oh, there's tons I haven't visited. Oh, but you know, I I did manage to go to Lazaretto Vecchio and uh -huh. Nuova. Uh huh. Okay. So that's, I was pretty excited about that. Mm -hmm. um, my son's girlfriend is Armenian, and so she oh. organized, and we went to the Armenian island this oh, summer. So Lazar de Armeni, I love that place. I Which is so special. It is. It is. Very, did very, very, very did special. Did you buy the rose jam? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Did you manage? Who, who did the tour guide? Did Was he a lady or one of the monks? It was one of the monks. Oh, they're so funny. I, I love it. They're so good. I, I He was very, or actually, was he a monk? I'm not, he was a historian. He was a really, he was fantastic. It was a little, it was very in-depth. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 he was so monk. passionate about what he was telling us. Though, interestingly, if you are Armenian, 
you would take a completely different tour than a non-Armenian takes. I know, I know. I, I, I heard that. I remember when I go there as well, they were asking who was Armenian and who wasn't. Isn't it funny? Uh, I wonder <laughs> how different the tour is. <laughs> well, it, what the, of course, they don't need the history and they don't need the, you know, the importance of, mm. you know, why you need to know about Armenia. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That's so why. that's that's the big difference. Yeah. Um, you know, my one of my big goals is to get on the Forbidden Povelia. OK, right. Well, next time we clean it. You enroll and you go. In fact, I think it's next weekend. They're they're cleaning it soon. I'm going to wait for slightly better weather. Yeah, yeah. But every so often we're cleaning. That's one way to do it. Another island, if you haven't been, is San Servolo. Oh, we went to San Servolo this summer. There was a sweet little festival. Oh, oh, yes. There was something on there. Yes. Okay. A little weekend festival and there was a barbecue and there was music and pony rides. And And you get to do more things than I do, darling. It was really, really, really charming. So see, when I tell people and they say, yeah, but what can you do in Venice? Listen, just what we're talking about. Me and Gila, we already (laughs) organized you like 10 days in Venice. (laughs) Well, I always, you know, when I used to come and visit, I used to say, well, I know less each time. Um, yeah, no, the list of things to do just gets longer and longer and longer. It's, you know, the famous quote about Rome, una vita non è basta. It's the yeah. same here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And see, I still don't understand how people can come in and stay only for one night. I really, really. It breaks my heart. I can't. I really can't understand. Well, Julia, it was so nice talking to you, but now I really need to come and see you for a drink, actually. <laughs> Yes, I can't you do. Believe- we have a lot to catch up on. I can't believe you're here and I haven't seen you yet. <laughs> but thank you so much. I'm definitely going to call you again to, uh, to to ask you how things are going and also to find out about the Questura and <laughs> your permit in Italy. Oh, we're good. We, we're good for two more years. So. Ah, okay. All right. So I can hang on for two years. Okay. So I'll, I'll interview you again about this in two years' time. Then. Right. When I'm standing <laughs> in the cold in Maghera. <laughs> Yes, so we can do a live there. <laughs> oh, it was so nice talking to you. So to uh, let's up. say again, where people can tell uh, people again where they can find you so they can. So uh, I'm on Substack. Yep. Which is a newsletter platform and it's Jillian Knows Best. And on Instagram, they find Same you. thing, Jillian Knows Best. If you just Google Jillian Knows Best, you will find me. Perfect. Thank you again for talking to us. Ciao, Cara. Right. It's ciao, great ciao. to talk to you. Ciao, ciao. Thank you so much, Gillian, for the lovely talk. You can find Gillian on all social medias as Gillian Knows Best. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog, www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featuring the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy.
With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.